0: This is a stand-up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey, guys, listen. Valentine's Day is coming up, and you want to make it one you and your partner will never forget. Amazing offer from AdamandEve.com. Through Valentine's Day, you'll receive 50% off about any item. Just go to AdamandEve.com. You'll find thousands of adult entertainment products, including toys, lingerie, and a seemingly endless selection of DVDs. There's more. With every order, you'll receive our romance kit free. Our romance kit includes a toy for him, a special massage for her, and a little something we know you'll both enjoy, plus a free DVD to put you in the mood. And that's not all. Oh, no. We'll throw in a free shipping on your entire order. Wow. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special Valentine's Day offer. 50% off one item, a free romance kit, free shipping when you enter code Jtrain. Jtrain, Jtrain. That's Jtrain. J T R A I N. That's Jtrain at adamandeve.com. Yo, I would do it like a secret santa with your whoever you're dating. You say to them, you use the promo code, I'll use the promo code. We we'll both order something for each other. Boom, there's your Valentine's Day gift and you're getting money off. And you guys, if anything, if it's shitty, you'll just laugh at it and then you'll fuck. There you go. Enjoy. Hey, guys, awesome episode today. We got a girl who broke up with a boyfriend, another girl who's new to the dating game, and we talk a lot about coming. Check it out. Enjoy. Share it with friends. This is Jay Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, Stand Up New York Labs. Where every Tuesday and Friday, with your emails, your stories, your questions, I say it every episode. I'm gonna say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. I'm I'm out, uh, as the kids say, on these streets. I'm out doing shows, and you guys are there. It's crazy. I just got back from Vegas, baby. Viva Las Vegas. I just got back today. I'm feeling you know, know, this is these are the days that, you know, I'm gonna be a pro for you. I'm I'm off the flight, jet lagged, a week of shows. But you know what, Papa JT. Is gonna come through. I'm gonna get you that Tuesday midnight episode. So I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you listening. How you're listening? Where you're listening? Twitter at JTrain56, Snapchat at JTrain56. I love Instagram. Loving me some Instagram at Jared Freed and at Jared Freed on Facebook. Send me your tweets, your DMs, your snaps and your Watson who's it's and let me know how you're listening, where you're listening cuz oh it feels good. Oh, when I see you're listening, when you send me a message or a little video, where wherever you are, it feels like I'm laying on a mountainside and the breeze is coming right up my my nuts and oh it's coming right up a little flex of cold or just hitting them. It feels so good. It feathers my nuts every time I hear how you're listening, where you're listening. So keep pushing it out. I mean, it feels, you know, this thing gets bigger and bigger, but it doesn't happen without your help. So keep spreading the word. I love seeing this on the iTunes charts. Keep telling a friend, keep telling a coworker, whoever it is, anyone with ears. I mean, and I'm here for you today. Um, here's surprise, surprise. We are going guest lists. It's just you and J train, put down the shades, turn the dimmer on that light switch. We're going to get through a bunch of emails. Um, and what kind of inspired this one? Uh, this is just the way it works. Guests fall out. They're doing, you know, none of the guests get paid to come on. So if they fall out, you got to deal with it. That's Okay. Um, And we'll get them back, and we'll reschedule. We'll make it work. I was flying back. It's tough to find someone on last second. Also, what I've been doing on Patreon has been some of the most... I'm having a good time. Your your Uncle J train, the Climax Czar, the Omelette Overlord, the King of Brunch, is having a fun time on Patreon. And let me tell you what I've been doing, because I know I talk about it a lot, but I think this is the future, and this is a way to let, you know... Let little old Jared get some, you know, some coals into the engine of the comedy machine here. So, Patreon, you become a subscriber. You can get, you know, go to patreon.com slash Jared Fried. And what I've started to do there is these things called Coffee with J Train. And, you know, the way Shelby and I have worked it out, where I can just tape anywhere, anytime, anywhere, anytime on my phone, and then I can pop it over to him, and within 10 minutes, we can have an episode up. So we're doing that more and more. Some are 15, some are 25. I mean, I got an email today, and this really feathers my nuts. Uh, Dear Freed, fucking hell. Your coffee with J-Train was you being a fucking comic. This is the best I've ever heard you. You were opinionated and bitchy and Jewy, and that is fucking Freed comedy. Fuck everything and fuck everyone. You're the best when you're you, Raw, and fucking J-Train. So that's what we're doing on Patreon. I'm putting these little mini episodes. They're kind of, Shelby, you can tell me whether I'm right or wrong. They're on par with like, they're like mini rants. They're, they're kind of what we do at the end a little bit of these shows, right?
1: Yes, yeah, it's just you, unfiltered, whatever you're feeling. Going. Maybe a story or two. There's
0: a story or two. And this, what I did, because, you know... This is like you know I what are we, what are you gonna do with your time? I was in Vegas for a week and you do one show a night. So I was like, hey, I got time during the day. I'll pop these off every morning, and we'll do it for five days just so you guys can see. If you go and and we put one up for free, I'm calling it a free view, and it's on your feed right now. It came out on Sunday. A little 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 little, little nugget. Under the Pillow from Papa JT. So you can go back and listen to that right now and see what these are all about. The one I did uh, that came on Sunday, I think it was Wednesday's episode, because we did five last week. One of them has my brother on with me, because uh, he came to Vegas. And and they're just little rants. And some of them could become bits for stage. and It's kind of stuff that I would go off on that don't really have to do with this show because this show is an advice show and we take emails and you guys kind of produce this show uh, with whatever you send because today's episode so go to patreon.com slash Jared Freed check it out just look do me the favor of looking I'm not just saying these things I just wasted three minutes and a guy wrote an email some dude wrote in about the thing that he's paying for because he's so happy he's paying for it and, Shelby, what are the coffee with J-Train? What's the What's the level of uh, a Patreon subscriber?
1: That's anybody can get
0: those. So one buck? One buck? One buck a month? You get them all. A dollar a month to get a little extra JT. That's
1: like what you pay for a cup of coffee every day.
0: That, Co- people compare it to coffee, but this is less than coffee. This is a pack of gum.
1: It really is. With the market.
0: One dollar. You could find that in your couch cushion you could this is a, and what i want to do why i'm doing this is because i put out i you know they don't call me the count of content for nothing okay i put out a lot of stuff and i know that batcher tweets batcher post game show two podcasts writing columns we're going to have one on lingerie coming out this week from betches um and i've been doing this for a long time so what Patreon does for me, it, it's really becoming my personal website and my personal blog. Every time I do a episode here, we do a little tiny blog that goes with the episode. Uh, when I do the Coffee with J Train, that's just me spewing. And I mean, I, <laughs> I even have my parents listening and they're the toughest critics if I of anyone. They, they really come down hard and they're enjoying. I can't believe it. But they're, they're liking it. So go just go look at it. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Or go listen to the free view that we put up from Wednesday. And if you're one of the fans of what I do with The Bachelor, at the end of it, I do a review of last week's episode. So go check it out. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Today's episode, I'm going from the top of the inbox to the bottom. We're going to get through as many as we can, Shelby. We're really going to pop them off. And some of them might be get it together, move on. Boom. Next email. We don't know. We're going to just fly, okay? And let me just talk about one more thing before we move on. J Train Podcast Live is coming to Boston. Shelby, are you coming?
1: I wish I could make it, but I can't. You
0: can't. Okay. That sounded <laughs> fake. That sounded like when you when you invite someone to your party that's far away, and they're like, ah, I wish I could.
1: That was real, though.
0: It, it felt real and fake at the same time.
1: I, I really do wish I could.
0: It's going to be a lot of fun. We got about 120 tickets sold already.
1: That's a lot of Bostonians. A
0: lot of Boston For a Wednesday show. That's so a ton. That's a ton. Papa JT's back on the booze train. So we're going to have some fun that night. Get lit. L-I-T with JT. So listen, if you are in the Boston area and you have nothing going on Wednesday night because what the fuck are you doing? Go to laughboston.com. And uh, come out to the show. Bring a crew. It's gonna be fun. I'm still locking down guests. We're gonna get some local legends. I'm hoping. Um, we're we're working. We're working. I've sent out a few texts. Some have gone unanswered. Some have gone answered. Um, but it's tough in Boston. You know, I, I want to get people that would be like a wow. But I don't know very many people. Larry Bird. I've I sent it. To, Larry's one of the people that didn't text back. Surprisingly, maybe so, a
1: Danny Ainge.
0: I would love to get Danny Ainge talk Mormon shit. He's a Mormon, I think.
1: Let's hope not.
0: <laughs> Bring that underwear on stage. Let's see what it looks like. Uh, let's do some emails. You ready? J train podcast at gmail.com. J podcast at gmail.com. Oh, another announcement. April 22nd, I'm coming to Chicago. Zanies. Go to Zanies uh, website. I'm coming to Chicago. April twenty second for a stand up show. Then the twenty third, we're gonna do a live podcast, just like Boston. So that's a Sunday night on the 22nd, Zanies. Twenty third's a Monday in April. Um, I'm coming to your town, Chicago. You guys have been asking. We're gonna make it happen. So go get tickets for that. Top of the inbox to the bottom. You ready, Shel? Born ready. Good. At Classic Shelb. Go follow him. He's fantastic. What's when th- are you still doing snap big time?
1: I've been trying to, been putting, Are you
0: moving over to Instagram at all?
1: I do do Instagram, but You do do Instagram. it's more of the quantity there than the quality. I mean, the quality rather than the quantity. I don't post so, a lot, but when I do it's good shit.
0: This is so what you're saying and I I know what you're talking about cuz I do, you know, I'm I'm a little bit of a social media artist myself. Um I work shit out on Twitter and then Instagram is kind of like This is a good one. Are you doing that with Snap to Instagram?
1: Snap, it's freewheeling. It's where I am.
0: You're really letting it fly.
1: Instagram, it's kind of what shows I photograph. I've been doing a a, more
0: dressed up classic shelb.
1: I've been doing a thing. It's a little artsy, if you will. Okay. Going, uh, finding old places in New York City and like photos from like the 30s, 40s, if you will, Mm -hmm. and like taking a picture of that place now. Mm. In like the same spot
0: So before and after
1: Correct I haven't posted them I'm kind of like compiling them But I'm going to start doing that
0: Okay So get ready for that Shelby fans Get ready (laughs) Classic Shelby Let's do the emails Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com Keep them coming Uh, The inbox is full Because it's been so long Since we've been here I did you know I taped 10 hours of podcast Before I left Ended a two year relationship Now what? Hey J Train, first let me thank you, thank you, thank you for helping me through my 9 to 5 every week. You're a gem, let's just get to it. I ended a 2 plus year relationship with a great guy. Such a selfless guy, super hot, great sex. We've been through a lot, but here's the problem. He's 29 and I'm about to turn 25 in a few weeks. He's a dad and never went to college and for that reason my own dad never liked him. Forcing me to keep this relationship somewhat of a secret for the past 2 years. Oh, that's no fun. Um, I went to a top college in the Northeast, have a good full-time job in NYC, live here as well. The ex lives about 30 minutes away in New Jersey. Okay, plot thickens. I've had uh, bad breakups before, so I knew what to expect emotionally. I mean, this just happened two days ago, and I'm pretty sad. Whoa, she's fresh out of the box. But what do you think about dating someone your parent doesn't like? Dating someone who hasn't accomplished all the things you have and comes from a wildly different background socially. I love him, but I never really saw a future, and now I feel like the bad guy for ending the relationship when nothing went wrong per se. All my friends are single in the city and having a great time, and I always felt like I should be doing that too. I was always a a relationship person, and the brief time I was single were always less than a year. Should I strap on my big girl pants and learn what it's like to be alone? I know the answer is probably yes, but I can't help but feel like an asshole. Help. Thank you again for all you do. This is uh this is the classic this is a to say this is a new issue doesn't get said enough. This is a new issue. And because, you know, breakups have been going on for all of time and but I think the new issue comes in and I've mentioned it a few times in this podcast and I go through this where she's the bad guy because it was a it was a fine relationship but not great. She saw something wrong and she's sitting there with it and she's like, you know what? I don't have to live with this because it's a, it's, I'm 25. And maybe 30 years ago, 25 and breaking up with your boyfriend of twenty at twenty-nine, everyone would go, oh, the whole town, all the townspeople would run to the streets and say, you know, put on her Scarlet A. But 25, that's the new 12th. <laughs> this dude's a pedophile. No, I I just uh, I just think like a, you know twenty years. All the the reason she feels bad is because there's this spot of life where that we never had before. The age at first marriage average. Can we look that up? Age at first marriage statistic. I just want to know what that is because I always reference the statistic. I know it's risen a lot for a, an average to rise. On, on the national level, like that means that has to be a huge culture change. So look it up for 1990 and the age of first marriage. And then whatever the most recent one is Shelby. But I'm just saying this has risen so much that now we're, we're, and we don't have to get married. We what we were the first generation to go through um, where parents were, where people were okay with divorce. So we watched a lot of our friends and family be the, you know, the, the, the results of divorce and listen, not a better, worse, better, worse, or anything life. I'm just saying we watched a lot of people go through heartbreak and we said, you know what? I'm going to put this off until I find someone not just good. I'm going to go for great. What does that age change Shelby
1: from 1990 for men? It was 26
0: age at first marriage. It was 26 for men
1: 2015. It went to 29.
0: That's a three-year jump from when to when?
1: Twenty nah, That'd be 25 years, 1990
0: to 2015. That, okay, that's a big jump. Yeah. Three years for a national average age. What is it for women?
1: It was 23.9 in 1990,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and now 2015,
0: 27.1. Uh, that's even bigger. So So women are getting married later than ever. So take, you know, I like to math things out. Take the emotions out of it. The math is on your side. You have this extra amount of time that you shouldn't be embarrassed of. And if you're above those age averages, don't feel embarrassed of that either. I'm just saying that things have changed. So this girl, where she feels bad, this is a new feeling that no one had to deal with. Not a lot of people had to deal with. Ending okay relationships for a ghost of a relationship that doesn't exist that will be better. And you will be better. So to this girl, um, have I dated someone that I knew the background wasn't... I talk about this, people. I mean, this might rub people the wrong way, but let's get real. Um, I always say this about Jewish chicks, and the reason I go for Jewish chicks is because what I think is that out of the box, you know, if I'm if I'm looking at someone, you know, face to face, and we know nothing about each other, we're already going to have certain things in common without even speaking, and and that's okay. That's not to say I'm, I'm not saying, you know, you know, I'm not saying that there are better things. I'm just saying there are intimate things that you have, are on the level with somebody that you don't when you go outside your race, religion, ethnicity, um, you have to get over those things. You have to you have to learn about those things. And I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying that's a different type of a relationship than someone that kind of feels like a family member. So for her, where I don't think you should keep a, a relationship a secret from a mom and dad. I think that is something that you can never get over. I think when you do that and you live your li- you're living your life dishonestly. You got to go home for Thanksgiving. So who are you dating? Nobody. When you're really getting fucked by the fucking guy who works the janitorial job down the street, like that's you know what what is this? this is the Montagues? This is, a, this is a Romeo and Juliet. You can fucking you'll be. I I think. You no, know, again on the times have changed list, you know, you didn't really give this relationship any chance at all when you spend two years keeping it a secret because then you didn't even you didn't even give your dad a chance. You you know, where he said he didn't like it, he didn't like him, he doesn't like his background. Those are all assumptions you made for your dad and you made also for the boyfriend to say to him, You didn't even give him a chance to get over that. But those are, you know, that's done. You've already, and anytime someone has broken up with someone, I have a lot of respect for them. This girl, to break up with anyone that's just okay, that is the hardest thing to do and no one's going to give you credit for it. Your friends are all going to look at you and go, but he was a great guy. You did it. Because all of them are single and miserable and alone. Um, and, and that's, you know, just know that you've did a hard thing. So when someone's broken up with someone and then they look back, I always take the side of broken up. Because you've already climbed a mountain and now you're running down the other side. So why not keep running? You you did the hardest part. Now, you know, there is, you know, she, her next question is about, you know, living the single life in the city. I, I Do, go out with your friends, have fun. But, I mean, anytime you, if you're in a relationship and you all, and there's moments where you're going, I really should be living that single life. Well that means your relationship isn't that great because one should trump the other. You should be either in your relationship and loving it and saying good for them, but I'm great. Or you're saying great for them and I'm just okay. But what she should do and anyone who's right out, she's two days out of the relationship. Do not download an app. I would say that is, you're not ready. You haven't even walked yet. And you're looking to play in the Olympics. Okay, dudes are sending penises out there. You're not ready for that. You're not ready to talk to someone. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? up?" And then over. He's moving on. He's swiping. He's looking for hotter. So for this girl, if I were her, go out with your single friends. Hang out with them. Do the pregame. Go to the bar. Go to the late night place. Eat some pizza. And then get used to get get reps talking to single guys. You're gonna see what animals they are. And don't go home with them. Just get reps talking with them. See what's out there. Get the Baskin and Robins, you know, pink spoon. Take a little taste test. JTrain Podcast at gmail.com. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. Uninvited to my own orgasm party. I love that title. A little O face. Feather feather to the J Train podcast guest and the man we all come to see. Shelby play that song babe it's a chick email Before we before we get to this orgasm email fab fit fun spring they're selling their spring box you got to get involved with fab fit fun Um, They have a spring box, and the spring 2008 box is now on pre-sale, which means that the items in the spring box are still a mystery. But I've got two spoiler items that I get to share with you. Spoiler number one is a clutch from Rachel Pally. It comes in three reversible colors. Spoiler item two is the Ish Lip Statement Palette, which has 11 shades of colors and a tinted topper so you can mix and experiment with your own color combos. Uh, Listen. Here's these box things. FabFitFun is a good example of this. They're just fun gifts to yourself because all of a sudden you're sitting there. You know, the last girl who emailed in. She's single. She's sitting there wondering, oh, did I make the right decision? Oh, here's a present. So they have full size products, no samples of anything. Cutting edge products in every category, not just beauty. Fantastic value. Many products. Individual value is more than the entire cost of the box. So what they're doing is they're buying a bunch of this shit. And then they get to put in your little box, and now they get, you know, at, at cost. They get delivered four times a year for just $49.99 a box. Sign up for fit, FabFitFun today to get your spring box. Don't wait until the FabFitFun spring box is in limited supply. These boxes always sell out. Use my code to get $10 off your first box. Go to FabFitFun.com to sign up and start getting the box for a while a life well lived. Use promo code JTRAIN, 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 to get $10 off your first box. That's over $200 for only $39.99. Go to FabFitFun.com. That's FabFitFun.com. Use my code JTRAIN, 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 to get $10 off your first FabFitFun box. Listen, so these are the 2018 Spring Boxes. And they're on pre-sale, baby. Those spoiler items, they sound like something. In September, my ex and I broke up because he had such bad anxiety that it was ruining his life and mine. He never made time for me, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, it was a respectful breakup, and we fucked on and off till December, both knowing it was just sex. He's the only person to ever give me an orgasm, so it was difficult for me to give up. The only person to make me come. Can you imagine the one guy who holds the key... And you gotta leave him.
1: Then there's other dudes out there.
0: I mean, but this is the thing: she's never had another guy make her come, so she's like, "I'm just hoping someone else is out there." There's someone else out there, but it's a weird. It's 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 like a weird, like leaving. You know, the mother hen moment.
1: I guess. I mean, I like more details. I mean, I know we can't well, get them.
0: <laughs> well, she writes. Uh, He's the only person to ever giving me an orgasm, so it's difficult for me to give up the only person to make me come. I have a hard time trusting people. January 6th was the last time we spoke, and he just reached out to me last night, February 3rd. So almost a month of no contact. He starts by telling me how he wants to reach out and just didn't know uh, just didn't know how or if she should. And then he invites me to see his favorite band with him and I tell him I'll go. Uh I'll go. When is he picking me up? He then proceeds to uninvite me and make it seem like he sold the tickets for the concert so we can hang out. I say, okay, while I'm eating dinner after that, I get a hold of you. And then he says, okay, great. You can meet my friend. I told him I'm not going to do that. It's either him or nothing. So let me know what uh, when he wants to meet. He then tells me he's going to be really late before he can meet up. Confused and waiting for a response. I check Instagram where he's posted an Insta video of himself at the concert. Oh, Plot thickens. What the fuck is going on? Why invite someone and then proceed to invite them? Make it seem like he wants to see me again, says all this mushy shit. He knows I'm okay with just fucking, so it's not the sex, so that he can just sleep with me. What's the deal? What the fuck is wrong with this guy? This is not the first time he's done something like this. This is one of the reasons we broke up. Help. Thanks for being there for my drives home. Keep kicking ass. Um, here's what I'll say to this girl. And this is like, it sounds like what this guy did. And there's going to be some dudes that are going to nod along at how disgusting we are. Okay? He was bi- he was at... And this is going to sound gross to women. I'm just letting you know what, how it goes with this shit. He's at home. He's looking at her Instagram. Okay? He's got these tickets. He's lonely. He's like, fuck. What am I doing? That was the one girl. I could make her come anytime I wanted. We're a good couple. She still says, What's up? It was comfortable. It was nice. I'm gonna call her. I'm gonna I'm gonna text her. I'm gonna have her come to the concert. Then he invites you. Then he does and he goes, Okay, cool. I think I'm gonna and then he sees in front of, then he goes into his room. He whacks off. He comes. He goes, Oh no, fuck. I like being single. I don't want to be with this girl. I got to get out of this. I can't go to the concert. Okay, let's invite. Uh, okay, here's what we'll do. We'll tell her we sold the tickets. Tells her he sells the tickets. Still says he likes her, but just not that much to go to the concert. Because the concert locked him in. He, that's why he freaked out. Then he says, then the cum starts building up again. And he's like, oh, you know, why doesn't she just come over? And I'll, you know, hang out. Brings that up. Oh, I have a friend over brings that up she then he sees how she's not really all about it he bails here's the thing this guy's coming to you because you're comfortable he's saying to himself that's free sex and i don't like what she's doing i i it's two to tango miss um he's being an asshole yes i let's all agree he's coming to you because he's saying i'm lonely I'm comfortable with this person, but just comfortable enough to be kind of with her, not with her totally. That's what he's saying. But you cannot be the person that says, I'm cool with just having sex because you know that's not true. You know this won't make you feel good and you're going to blame him for making you feel badly. So when you play this game of, because he will come over and just have sex and then the next day go... You said you just wanted to have sex. and Then you go, well, how come you can have sex with me but you and then hang out with me and then say, you know, how you remind me of, uh, I remind you of your mother. Yeah, you'll pull that one detail out that he mentioned during the just sex hangout to make him, because the, the, you pull extrapolated into being a relationship starter. That's what, that's what happens with these things. Girl says, oh, we'll just have sex. We'll see what's up. And then you say one nice thing after the sexual experience and she'll go, well, he, he must really want to do something. He must want to be together. It can't be just sex because he said, you know, he liked my socks that I was wearing. And then all of a sudden, you're hurt because the guy who said he liked your socks just liked your socks. He was just saying a nice thing. And it wasn't the start of you guys getting back together. So for this girl, if it if you didn't care so much, you wouldn't be emailing this in. So you need to get readjust how you're dealing with the animal full of come, because he ain't going to change. He's coming back to you because it's, it's a, it, you know, he's a dog. He knows that you leave little scraps out on your front porch every night and he can go pick up the scraps. You got to stop leaving the scraps out or when you leave the scraps out, let him know why you did it. Let him know, Hey, you can come over, but I, I I'm looking for more than just this fuck. We go well together. If you don't want the other stuff that comes with the fuck, guess what? The fuck is gone, and you got to stop texting me. So, I, I and I hear where she's confused. She's like, why invite someone to the concert, then proceed? Because you've left this open for him. You've given him the pathway to sex with someone that he enjoys. And this is back to the first email. He likes you. He likes you just enough. But not enough to do more. And that's the point where you have to say, okay, do I like him more? Do I like him more than this, than this relation, than just this fucking? And is it just that he makes me come? If it's just that he makes you come and you're just, and you can get that out of your system, then don't even say yes to concert propositions. What the fuck are you doing that for? Go over his place at two in the morning, go fuck, get off, and then go home. But that's not what you want. Be honest with yourself. You're him emailing in because you're saying, well, he wants the concert, then he wants to fuck, and then he doesn't want to fuck, and then he wants the concert, then he wants to fuck. You need to adjust your, what you want and stop lying to him and yourself. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We got another sponsor, people. One question for all the I'm-going-to-listen-to-a-podcast-to-help-me-fall-asleep people. Are you struggling to get some shut-eye? If you answered yes, you're in luck because we have a great tip for how you can zonk out more easily. Mattress Firm, America's Neighborhood Mattress Store. Let's your budget stretch further when you're looking for ways to improve your sleep. They're more than just mattress experts. They have the whole package that helps you transform your mattress into a bed. Adjustable bases, sheets, headboards, bedroom decor. They have you covered literally and figuratively. Go to mattressfirm.com slash podcast, mattressfirm.com slash podcast to see what deals are happening right now. As I read this sentence to you, they even offer a 120-night sleep trial to ensure perfection and 120-night low-price guarantee so you know you paid the perfect price. Again, go to mattressfirm.com slash podcast to learn how your sleeping could be monumentally improved. And if you're still awake, we're going to restart the podcast now, assuming that's cool with you. Oh, yeah, that's their fun joke at the end. Go to mattressfirm.com slash podcast. Uh, I like mattressfirm because they have actual stores. So you can go into the store, jump on the bed, see what works for you. Uh, Go to mattressfirm.com slash podcast. Go check it out. Urgent. Alleged threesome with my girlfriend. Juicy. Train, long-time listener, first-time emailer coming to you from the Big Ten. I've been dating this girl for a year now. We've kept it going through my freshman year of college while she's a senior at my alma mater. Oh, so she's in high school? It's been kind of rocky at times, but we've been really good groove recently. Backstory. There's a guy in my girlfriend's class, and they have a small history together, but I never really thought of it anything. Uh, we're pretty good friends, and I helped him a lot to get some leadership positions at the school. However, earlier this year, he tried to make a move on my girlfriend. She said no, and it was all good until there was a rumor then about them two and my girlfriend's friend hooking up last weekend. She's explained the situation to me, and it's pretty clear nothing happened. I even told her I was a little shaken up about it, and she got upset saying that she can't feel like she isn't trusted and said she's never been worried about me cheating. Fair enough. I agreed. However, I noticed today that they have a 10-day snap streak. Oh, man. This may seem like no big deal, but as a former pussy-hunting senior in high school, I know this story all too well. We can play the high school music, right? I mean, this kind of counts, right?
1: Emails. Oh, that's I would prefer
0: to not say anything about the Snapchat streak and that avoid seeming crazy, but I can't help but be a little upset. How should I approach this? Please don't shit on me for having a girlfriend in college. I'm not going to shit on you for having a girlfriend in college. That's fine. I had a girlfriend in college. As a follow-up, uh, no need to read it in the air. I, he wants to know about love languages. Um... Okay, I don't know what... So, what I'll say to this guy... Anytime you date... What you're doing is you're on the bottom of the totem pole... And your girlfriend is on the top of the totem pole. And that might be hard to to envision... But this happens at many places in life. When you're a senior in high school... You've never... You're the king of the high school and the town. You run shit. When you get to freshman year of college... You're back to the bottom of the totem pole. And this happens throughout your whole life. You get to senior year of college. Now you're the kid. You know the town. You know how the ins and outs work. You know all the little crevices to work your way into. Then you're going to get into the real world. And that first year out out of college, you're going to go to a job and everyone's going to shit on you again. It's just the way. And then you're going to move up, move up, move up in that job. And then you're going to get a promotion. Then all of a sudden your promotion lands you right to the bottom of another totem pole and it just keeps happening time after time after time in life. So when you date bottom, to top, bottom totem pole to top totem pole, that happens when you go to college and, you, uh, and you're and you dating a freshman in, or a senior in high school, and when you get out of college and you're dating the senior in college. Both are in the similar spots because you're in a losing position. You're looking at someone who's super confident and super okay with where they stand. And you're in a place of shaky confidence and it's not going to be hot for her. If I'm looking at you in the eye, I'm looking at you and I'm saying, first of all, this girl and that guy and her friend at high school, they're, they're going to hook up. Uh, There's nothing you can do about it. You're in college, you're missing college. And that's not because you have a girlfriend. That's because you're looking backwards at high school. You're looking at the top of the totem pole because her life seems way better than yours, even though you're in college. So what I would say to you is there's no way for you to sound cool about this situation. The only way to sound cool is to be confident in yourself, which is tough to do because you're a freshman in college. Where should you have any confidence? You don't know how to get to class. You got to take out Google Maps to get to your fucking, your, your, your econ 101 class. If I'm you... Just say, no problem, have fun with your friend, I'm going to go out. I think we should end it. I think you should have fun your senior year, and i got to figure out my freshman year because i got to figure out my new surroundings. And then I'd be like, eh. and if you ever come to visit, let me know. Be cool. JTrainPodcasts at gmail.com, JTrainPodcasts at gmail.com. A lot of women. Dating app, May uh, let's do... Sex struggles. Dear Count of Conolingus, Wizard of Weddings, Overlord of Omelets, Classic Shelby and Feather feather and boil your beans. I'm not one of those. I'm one of those granola bitches who used to live in very poor countries where I couldn't get Wi-Fi. So your podcasts are helping me get to, uh, up to date on everything pop culture and current uh, dating scene. Thank you for enlightening me on the ways of the modern world. Here, uh, here's how it is. But seeing someone and he's genuinely sweet guy without being insanely boring, which you all know is hard to find. I think I may be legit into him, which throws me for a loop because I usually don't care. Uh, couldn't care less about dudes who are into me. Also, your aunt theory applies here. So they're fixed up. problem is I've been through some sexual trauma. Oh, I'm sorry. And I have a pelvic muscle situation that has made sex really painful for eight years. Only in the past six months have I been able to start putting a P in my V. Close friend has been helping me practice. Very selfless of him, obviously. I'm working on it, but I still have bad pain days, and I'm not exactly fantastic at fucking yet. Couldn't we say that about all of us? That we're not fantastic? That should be on my tombstone. Not exactly fantastic at fucking, and then in parentheses, yet. Normally, I'm upfront about my limitations and the fact that I have a complete control in the bedroom. Uh... So that if I say stop, those fuckers stop. But because I'm really into this guy, I don't want to be so blunt and harsh about it uh, as I normally am. I haven't brought up any of this and he hasn't pressured or pushed at all, but I'm ready to get naked with this dude. I also want him to know that his dick, but uh, I also want to know that I want his dick, but we'll have to work up to it. So how do I go about this? I know it's uh, he's into me, and if he turns them off, fuck him. But I've never been able to uh, been this shy about communicating this, so I'm low key panicking. I don't want to be aggressive about it, but I'm not going to apologize for it because I refuse to be ashamed of it. Also, this is a more common problem than you expect. So, when and how is the best time or way to bring it up? Okay, here's what I'll say to this uh, this 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 lady with with the vagina issues. Um, it seems like it happens at penetration at P and V time. What I would say to her is I would get into this. I think you get into it in the throes of things. And I've had this happen in hookups before where it's like, listen, you're making out a boob gets touched. You, you go over the pants, little rub on the leg, the inside of the leg closer to pain town. Maybe you touch a ball. Then you get to the shaft over the pants, over the pants, over the pants. He's over your pants. And then I would, at that point where you're getting to the point where you, and then you let him know, hey, I'm so into you. This is so much fun. Um, I'm ready to get naked. And then I would say, I just need you to know one thing about me. Um, I've had, and I know this seems like the worst time to bring it up, but at this point you're both giving uh, bodily yeses. So I would get through the bodily yeses to then, hey, also, to get past this, yes, I need you to know that I am in pain sometimes, and I just need you to know that, and he will understand. This guy, and I, again, I agree with you. If he doesn't understand, fuck him, but I'm pretty positive he'll go, hey, I, because guys want this to be an enjoyable experience for you, too, because that makes them feel good. This is the thing about good deeds. We all do. There's no. There was a whole Friends episode. There's no such thing as a selfless good deed. They're all done when, like, like I, the, I was in Vegas last week. The gig in Vegas was someone else that put their name on the line. They, they suggested me for the club, which is very, um, very nice of them to do. But when someone suggests you for a position or for a job or for anything, they do that because it makes them look good when you do good. So, it's not a selfless thing of course i'm thankful and i, I you know I, I and but they don't people don't just do favors people only do things where there's a little bit of skin in the game for them most in 99% of times so for this girl this guy's goal is to make you have such a great sexual experience that you want to come back so if you're in the throes of it, you're making out, you're over the pants, he's over your boob, and you say, "Hey, listen, I'm super into this. I just need you to know, um, this vagina has has some uh, has has some instructions to it. I need you to know that this vagina, you got to treat it treat it differently than other vaginas. Say it just like that. That'd be fun." But you know, let him know. And that and that's the moment where you're like, and he'll go and and he'll turn into one of your cadets. He'll put it he'll salute you, he'll be like, okay, what what what, what do I gotta do? And he'll be ready to go. But I, I, I know why you're worried, it's easier advice to give than it is to take. But I think he'll be up for it. And I think once you get those physical yeses, then you're on your way. J Train at gmail.com. J Podcast at gmail.com. Guys, we're sponsored again. Brook Linen. Brook Linen. We know them. We love them. Um, I love the sheets. I use them. Um, and I've been using them. They're great. They're hotel quality, high-end sheets. That if you're whatever you're sleeping on aren't good enough right now. I can tell you that right now. I know. I know it. I can smell them from here. So go to Brooklinen.com. Um, use the promo code JTrain at Brooklinen.com. Brook is so confident they offer a risk-free 60-night satisfaction guarantee and a lifetime warranty on all their sheets and comforters. The only way to get $20 off, that's $20 off, uh, and free shipping is to use promo code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code JTRAIN, Brooklinen. These are the best sheets ever. So I love these sheets. And they send you, and this is how much they're thinking of you. They send you that little detergent. So you can get that first wash in and then you put them on the bed and ooh are you going to whack off? Uh, Let's do another email. Is my ex playing the long con to make me go insane? That is a wild title. Dear Mr. Jared Freed, sir, my ex keeps popping back into my life unexpectedly. She's an eight, nine, nine apparently just like every other girl who's written about here. Uh, Here's the rundown of the details. I met this girl sophomore year and instantly fell for her, but she had an on-and-again, off-again boyfriend uh, relationship with a different guy, so we became best friends. A year later, they broke up for good, and she was pretty messed up. I was abroad, and she stayed single for seven months, as long as she has been single in eight years. Well, she's just fucking in eight years. Yeah, she hasn't been that single since eleven. I came back, we dated a few months, it was my first real relationship, so I fell very hard, she dumped me because she wasn't ready, it was too fast, etc., her words, her uh, reasons, point being that it wasn't because I was a jerk or anything like that, I was crushed and chased hard and made a push for Made her push me further away. Three months later, she's dating a new guy. This was told to me we had eliminated social media contact. This new guy does not allow her to post pictures of them anywhere, act like they know each other at school, or appear to be a couple in public in any way. For example, kissing at a party or even wandering around together uh, was a no-go. It's very weird as she loved to show off her boyfriends and dote on them. That's not up to you to say. Okay. I graduate and still work on moving on. I do not hear from her for nearly a year. One night, she randomly texts me and is a little flirty. Emotions come back for me, but we uh, talk a bit and I move on. She's still with him and they have a dog together. I text her once to say hello. It doesn't go anywhere. A mistake, I'm sure. And then she randomly asked to uh, add me on Instagram. It's been months, and she would have uh, had to deliberately search for me since we unfollowed each other uh, before. After a day of thinking about it, I accept her request and follow her back. What I had been told was true. There was no evidence anywhere that there was a guy in her life at all, except for a story post on her ber- on her birthday of a bouquet. It isn't my place to worry about her, but I still do because she was my best friend and seems, and that seems weird and controlling in a similar way to guys in her. Seems weird and controlling in a similar way to guys in her past. They actually broke up once, and she lost her best friend because they didn't want her to get back with him, and she did. My question is, what do I do from here? Should I be concerned about her in any way? What's going on with this guy? Oh, no, dude. Uh, what does this form of her reaching out to me mean? It doesn't make much sense to me, but I figure Papa JT may be able to help. Listen, buddy, I'm sorry. You're, you're hung up on this chick. And I can feel it. The email, you care about her, but here's what we do. A lot of times we rationalize to ourselves this other reason to make our reason a lot less vulnerable. And I'll explain. He writes in his email, what's going on with this guy? Is he being mean to her? He's being a fucking boyfriend and they're having the, and you don't know anything about their relationship. So you're trying to say that you're going to be the cape crusader to come in and save her from this guy who's just being a douchey boyfriend. She's in a relationship that's young. Sounds like she's still in college or maybe right out and she's dealing with the young trials and tribs of a young relationship. And these things happen and she's a adult and she can take care of herself. Obviously, I'm I'm not you know, obviously, I don't know if, like, you know, I'm not saying that there's any, you know, it doesn't sound to me that this guy's, like, hurting her anyway. any way. It just seems like he, she's dealing with a boyfriend at a young age of life and going through the shit that we all have or are going through. But that's not what you're worried about. You're worried about dating her. So don't act like you're worried about the upstanding gentleman that should be taking care of a lady. In the right way, the way I would. That's not what you care about. That's not what you're saying. Look in the mirror, buddy. You got this dick. and It ain't sucking itself. And you have chosen this girl and propped her up to a point that you can't get her off your mind because you're saying that there's no one else like there, but there are people like her. There's people that are better for you than her because obviously this thing didn't work out. And why did she get back in touch? Because it feels good to have people like you. And you like her a lot. So you're going to keep liking all her posts and not asking for anything more than just being a friend that makes her feel good. And you know what? She's cool with that. She's going to let that happen again because her relationship, when the times get weird and the dog that they bought together seems like a huge mistake, she's going to say, ah, good thing I got that friend that still wants to fuck me, makes me feel good on social media that I really don't have to answer to, that I can... Lean on anytime this guy doesn't pick up the slack. So what you need to do, you got to cut off again, and you have to realize that this girl is just a person with all the flaws that we all have. And you need to say, hey, she was good for me in this way, but did not reciprocate in these other ways. You have to look at, you were doing the one-way street of love. You were trying, and then you pushed too hard that she pushed you away. That's only something that people say when they don't like the other person as much as they like them. That's all she's saying. So what you need to do when you're out of college, you need to start meeting new chicks and start having taste and saying, hey, this this other girl is a lot like the last one, but she does this better and this different and this fun and giving these people a chance. Because right now you are, she's like an idol at this point. She's a gold-plated statue because you've painted her that way. But this relationship never worked. She's kind of used you. You were a friend while she had an on-again, off again relationship. So you were just the emotional support animal. She's gonna put you in a vest and bring you on the plane. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J podcast at gmail.com. We got time for one more. We got time for one more. Um, let's do one more. And I like the title. These one these emails are getting better and better, right, Shelby? It feels like they're really getting there's some juicy stuff in here. There's a lot of juice. Listen to this title. Can exclusivity work with friends with benefits? That's called a boyfriend or girlfriend. So, no. <laughs> J Trade, first off, I want to say I love this podcast. I've been a listener since August of last year, and it's been nothing short of amazing. I've gotten some coworkers and friends to start listening, and we'll be at the live podcast report- recording in February in NYC. That is February 26th. Is that correct? Yep. That's a Monday, 8 o'clock, the Village Underground. Monday, February 26th. Go to ComedySeller.com. Get your reservations now. Boston, again, I'm going to say it again. Boston, I just got a call. 120, that's where the tickets are at. We're going up. could to be over 200 people there. I wanted to follow up on an email I sent back in December that you actually answered in the episode with Taylor Strecker of getting a Christmas gift from my friends with benefit situation sound the chick email alarm. We ended up getting each other gifts, both being experienced gifts, surprisingly enough. I got him Tonsor tickets. He took me out to a Broadway show and we were both great events together. Love it, love it, love it. Now I'm ready for an interesting question. A little bit of a background to refresh the memory. Thank you for doing that. This is is a great email. We were friends in college, reconnected post-grad as we both moved to the same city. We only started sleeping together since moving to the same city, which has been for about six months. Things have been going really well since the holidays have passed, but now I'm coming to the point of realizing that I have some feelings for him. I don't necessarily want a relationship right now, but I do want to ask about only sleeping with each other to figure out if that's the road we want to go down. Why? I know why. She's afraid. She's afraid she's going to hear the things she doesn't want to hear. It's also not just for the whole I'm starting to have feelings for him thing, but we also don't use any protection whenever we have sex. The feelings have just kind of pushed me into being uh, uh, going about asking this. I also don't know if he's been sleeping with other women. The question has never really came to mind. Asked before as I didn't think I had any feelings for him and the fact that we spent a lot of time together. You can hear me br- sighing because I'm like, use the fucking protection. So, Papa Jay, how do I ask him if we can exclusively sleep with each other without coming off as wanting a serious relationship? He, that's the thing. You don't have to be, there's levels to these things. She wants the way she puts this email out there, she's saying, We're having sex, no protection, we're hanging out. I'm cool. I'm chill. I don't want a relationship, but I want a little bit, a little bit of a little bit of a bit of a relationship. You can't. You can't have, you know, there's a saying for this, right, Shelby? It's like you can't have fuck a pig or something.
1: I think that's exactly it. That's
0: exactly it. That's it. You can't, you know, these things are fluid. And when they work, they work. And it sounds like it's working. You, and you have a right at this point to be like, hey, are you fucking other women? I kind of need to know because your penis has been inside of me. And I don't know what other women are out there. And that's a, a question that doesn't say to the guy, and this finger needs a ring on it. That's not what you're saying. You're just saying, give me the bare minimum of, of a commitment. And that's all you're asking. It doesn't go, hey, we fucking, to, hey, let's move in. It's, it's hey, we fucking... Hey, let's hang out Saturday. Hey, let's hang out Tuesday. Hey, let's uh, let's go. You, would you want to come to my parents' place? Hey, uh, want to meet my friends? You know, it's there's all these little hays that go on and on and on, and it gets you to a point where you're like, oh, I've been with this bitch for three years now. Holy shit. You can wake up next to someone that you're just having a great time with, and it sounds like you guys are having a great time, and I do think you have the right to say, hey, I just want to make sure we're not using protection. If you have uh, sex with someone else, then we have to go back to protection. I don't want to go back to protection. I want to, I mean, sorry, let me double talk on that. I want to keep at the level of protection we're using. I want to know that I can trust you. And you know what? It's going to make the sex between you guys better because then you're going to lose a lot of your inhibitions. You're going to say, oh, this is a clean penis. And this is a clean vagina. And this is, you know, this isn't going to have a, you know the, 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 this doesn't have the what's going you know the whole the, the streets are uh, walking on it you know so i think what you can do is bl- and don't and the whole feelings thing you don't have to say i've been having these feelings and i never thought that you would be the one to give me these feelings of butterflies in my stomach no you don't have to do that hey um we're not using a condom anymore and i want to make sure that we're both cool with this and if you want to go back to condoms that's cool and But I'll know that you're looking to have sex with other people. And at that point, we need to have a conversation of what this thing is. A, are we going to – if you need to go back to protection, then obviously this is really just means nothing to you. It's only sex. And that's okay too. But right now you're trying to say, I don't want to get hurt at all. When this – you know, any progression with people, any relationship that grows – Involves some amount of hurt. That sounds like a country song. Any relationship that grows Is gonna involve some hurt. That didn't go at all. Any relationship is like a flower And those stems, they got prickles I don't know. I just think you got to jump off the dock a little bit. How much, how, how long are we into this right now? We are about an hour in. About an hour in. Should we do one more email?
1: We can do one more. Let's do one more.
0: Let's do one more. Which one should we do? Coming scorecard. Jay Daddy, love the show. been listening since Poop Talk. Still rely on your vase, advice on a day-to-day basis, taking a bow of ostrich feathers and slowly dragging it across your balls. Thank you. I've been dating a guy for a few months, and I'm worried I'm selfish in bed. When we bang, it's about 50-50 who's on top. I blow him on a regular basis, but he still gets me off more times than I get him off. I know it's not a tit-for-tat situation, but how do I balance the fact that as a woman I can come more than a guy in a given amount of time? Man, I wish more women had this issue. Holy shit. Especially with a generous partner. More generally, what makes a woman selfish in bed? Would you love to get your thoughts on this? Can't wait for your Lex live podcast in New York. Thank you so much for sending. That's February 26th at the Village Underground, Comedy seller.com. make your reservations. I think the only... The guy come is way different than the female come. I think that's without saying. The female come whenever, you know, as elusive as it is, when it does happen... It's over the course of a time and it's 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 shivering and it's holding and it's it's happening and it comes in stretches and then sometimes it doesn't come at all. The guy come it's like punching a bus ticket. Boom. Come. Done. Wee 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 wee. Wee 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 wee. Punch come. We we, 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 we we don't go, you know, three times in a night, if you can get three out, that's a huge fucking night. For a girl, over the course of a sexual experience, like, they could have three in during the thing. And, uh, and if you do, please, JTrain56 on Twitter. at J- <laughs> All I'm saying is that as long as you're... Both involved in this. I don't, I don't think you should be counting comes. <laughs> I don't think that's the way to go in any situation, especially. And I'm saying this for a lot of women out there. You know, if you're saying, well, if he's going down on you, if he's, you know, having as much sex as he can, is he, if he's doing his best, that's his best. What are you? What are you going to do? And and the only way you can change it to get better situation with him is to start asking for what you like and where you know where to slow down and where you want more time. I think of sex like uh, going to get a massage. You go into the massage. The woman says, you know, are there any problem spots? And, and that takes time. The first massage, you go in there and you're like, the first time you get a massage, you walk in, you get on the table. You're like, just fucking touch me. Second time, you're like, oh, I like uh, touch me again. Then you get to your 15th massage and you're like, I want extremities. Touch those fucking extremities. Fingers, head, feet, don't even touch my back. My back, I'll take I'll rub again. I'll, I'll, I'll put my body against a tree and I'll get the back. And that's kind of what sex is. First time you're just getting it out, getting it out, get it out, and then you then you're with this person twenty times, you're like, all right, cut the shit with my calves. Start putting a finger in my butt. Now we're coming. JTrainPodcast Podcast at Gmail I'm Jared Freed. I hope you enjoyed this alone episode. We got a lot of emails in. Uh, we had Classic Shell bumping in every now and again. At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, all over the place, right? Indeed. Thank you for coming on and helping out. I'm here every Tuesday and Friday. You got to tell your friends about this podcast. Tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them. Please. J Train 56 on Twitter. Jared Freed on Instagram. Jared Fried on Facebook. We'll be back next episode. Boom.